Get your music out as often as you can. Circle back around. Recycle your winners. You should be posting your same song the same every day. So first off, I just want to say welcome to the podcast. And before we jump into the episode, let me tell you a little bit about myself and what you can expect. I have been in the business now for coming up on 30 years. What we're going to talk about in this podcast are things that go on in my day-to-day life, whether it be as a manager, whether it be as a consultant, whether it be as someone who is creating products that's helping musicians all over the world. If there's something going on in the industry, we're going to talk about it. If there's a strategy that needs to be taught, we're going to talk about it. And if there's some way that I can help get you closer to your goal, then you are in the right place because that's what we are going to talk about here on the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Now let's jump into the episode. Helping you navigate the music industry, here's Rick Barker with the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. So as we wrap up, this four-part series, I just want to say thank you to Ill Factor and his team at the Beat Academy for allowing me to use this Q&A that we did for his private members. The knowledge that we were able to uh, gather by having him, the questions were absolutely amazing, which I think have provided a ton of value to you. If you have not had a chance to go back and listen to the other parts of this series, please do so. Also, don't forget to grab the free sample packet of sounds that he's providing to you for free. You can go to beatacademy.com forward slash Rick. So let's jump in to this episode of the podcast. Enjoy. Uh, so Frank is asking, my question for Rick is, how can one get started in managing talent? Well, wow, that's interesting. How would you be a, sin- uh, how would it, how would, what would, yeah, yeah, there you go. What would be the scenario of someone starting out and what would they do to start managing talent? That is a fantastic question, Frank, and you start managing by managing. So what you need to understand is this, is that what value do you bring to a current band? So what I would do is I would find a band in your area or a band that you can directly communicate with on social media. Now you don't even need to be in the same town to manage artists, which is super cool. So find someone that you feel you can bring value to. Uh, a lot of people that are in my programs are actually managers because they're just wanting to learn everything that I know. And they're going to go find a band who's probably bad at social media, who could use help in promoting their shows. And they're yeah. going to say, listen, I love your music. I would love to start helping you with this. I don't think you go in and ask to manage them first. I think you ask to go in and provide some value to yeah. them. And then you take on another, once you get in and you see what's broke, If you don't know how to fix it, go find out how to fix it. It's not that hard. You know, one of the things that I did with Taylor is, and her dad said this in one of the interviews, he says, Rick wasn't afraid to go seek out mentorship and he wasn't afraid to go ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. If the band asks you, if you see the band has a problem, you can go in and type on YouTube, whatever that problem is, and something will probably pop up. Or if you're in, you know, Ill's group or, you know, my group, you can come in and say, hey, I've got a quick question. I'm managing this band. This is what I think they need. How would you best approach it? What What's going on right now with this? I don't know if you guys realize how priceless this is, that yeah. he gives you the opportunity to ask him questions, you know, and then that's what we both do inside of our program. So go find a band that could use your help and provide that help. And when the timing's right, sit there and say, you know what? 
I would love the opportunity to manage you guys. I think I can bring more value to you. Once again, tell them what you can do for them, not what it is that they can do for you. Uh, and learn from people. Learn from the people that are having success doing what it is that you ultimately want to do. Yeah, and for and, and uh, well said. And for a lot of guys who are producing alongside artists and wanting to, it's the same mentality, the same thing we've mentioned before. If you're producing, it's like, okay, how do I break through as a producer? Find talent that you can believe in. Find an artist that you can develop and, and even helping them find and develop their sound. And you do the same thing. You're bringing value to the table. What's going to be different between you and the other guy who's giving them beats for five bucks? Well, the difference between you is that, hey, you know what? If we make a beat together, if we work on a song together, I can help you with building a fan base. Now, this is stuff I learned from Rick. This is stuff I've learned from Ill. Uh, now that I know how to do this stuff, I'm going to help you with it. And now you've just brought like tremendous value to this artist who's working with you. And there's like, I'm never going to go to that $5 beat guy again because you're bringing something else that I, it's just tremendous value and bringing it. And so serving and giving will definitely overflow to meet the needs that, that you, that you're looking for. Well, and what happened too, is when I started with Taylor, I wasn't actually her manager. I was working for the record company and I just saw things that were working and noticed some things that I brought up. And then they sent her to me uh, to teach her radio. Uh, cause I was the, the, I came from radio and I was the West Coast regional and we were around. She just had questions and I just kept fixing things or answering these questions. And after she went around Nashville <laughs> and I said, and finally I called the record company. I'm like, dude, you guys got to find her a manager. They're driving me crazy. They keep calling me every night. They want me to solve the world's problems with them. I said, they got to go find a manager. And so they went and they met with everyone and. Most of them turned her down. Most of them didn't want to deal with a teenager. Some of them didn't want to deal with a teenager with very active parents. Some of them didn't understand the internet. It just wasn't a right fit. So when her dad called and said, Hey, you know, what would you say if I said Taylor wanted you to be her manager? I said, I would say, no, I don't have any experience. He says, let me tell you this. One, you believe in her. Two, she trusts you. And three, you're not afraid to do the work with her. You know, there's a lot of people that just tell folks what work has to be done. You'll roll up your sleeves and do the work with her. And you're not willing, and you're willing to go out and get the answers to the questions that you don't have. So find a band that you can be passionate about and go provide value to them and realize that it's usually the second manager of the band that makes money, not the first. So don't put too much into it, (laughs) but get that experience. Yeah. Awesome. Len is asking, my question for Rick is how does an artist, especially a songwriter, singer, grow his or her influence from zero? Apart from that, before being signed to any label, what kind of preparation is good for the artist? Those are great questions. The first thing I would say is the best thing that an artist can do, especially starting from zero, is be patient. Mm. Uh, that's There is... You show up to a label because you wrote one song. The label's not ready for you. The labels are actually looking for reasons to say no right now because it's so crowded out there. The key is not to give them any. The other thing is to realize is that a record deal at a label is not for everyone. It's for the right artist. And one of the things that you guys should be aware of uh, is that when most of these major superstars now are counting the days that they can get out of their major label deal... That should be writing on the wall for you. They're now all wanting to be independent like you. Now, yes, it's different. They've got an audience. They've got all these things. But what they also have are the same tools that you have in order to get direct access to your fan, distribution, and things like that. They're 
They're wanting to flip the, the script. Instead of the label getting 82% and the artist keeping 18, they would rather take the 80% and pay 20% out to distributors and people to collect your money and things like that. So the, the switch is being flipped. The key too is that you need to build a buzz. There needs to be something going on that's getting the label's attention. Mm -hmm. There's no shortage of pretty people that can sing. There's no shortage of ugly people that can sing, skinny people, fat people. It doesn't matter. There is a shortage of artists that are making money with their music right now that are creating a buzz. Labels are looking for entities to invest in. They are looking to find businesses that are currently working. Now, it doesn't have to be working at the level at what they're used to playing with, but you have to create your own spark now. They're not even going to start the fire. You know, they're going to pour gasoline on the fire. And what yep. happens is, if you think about this analogy, when you pour gasoline on the fire, it doesn't burn forever. It burns quickly, and then it goes back down again. And that's all the label's going to really care about is they're going to keep throwing it on while it works. And then when it doesn't, they're going to put you out and go to somebody else. So patience, get the music right. It all starts with the music. Get a fan base that's sharing your stuff, talking about you, showing up at shows, buying merch, buying tickets. And then the right people that can help you get to the next level are going to ultimately find you. You're not going to have to look for them. They're going to find you because we're constantly looking to find things that are working that we can assist and help with. Yeah. Yeah. How you feeling, Rick? You're good. You got, you got, you got some energy for some, a couple more. Oh, absolutely. I got, dude, I'm all in. Yeah. That's I'm cool. all in. Yeah. And at some point I want to answer Amber's question too. Yeah. I see her question over here. So yeah, we, we've, uh, the team's, uh, collecting them all. And so them up. Perfect. These, these okay. are some really great questions coming in. So Renkai Yin, uh, sorry if I butchered that. Um, what do you think about releasing a single every month? Some say, yes, please. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. That's it, right? Yeah. Well, we even talked about it before. Yeah. Guys, I mean, look at, look at Netflix. Look yes. at Netflix. Great record. It's no surprise that they're like number one right now. Mm -hmm. And what are they doing? They realize the value of content. That's why they're spending as much or even more than Hollywood is on their series. They're throwing money down because they're like, we're hungry. Who, new series, new thing every week putting it out. And so, yeah, um, let me even finish the question here. Uh, well, yeah, others say that one month is not enough to promote a single well. So I guess it's just- Stop thinking about you guys promoting singles. That's what record labels do. They're, they have to promote singles. That's the their business model. That's not your business model. So you don't even have to think of it. I don't even want you to have that term in your brains anymore. You are constantly putting music out there that's going to drive people to you because what you have to remember is just because you promoted something for a month now you think it's old well it's mm -hmm. old to you it's brand yeah. new to somebody else every day i mean taylor right now every week is still selling her first record why because people are coming online every day throughout the world that have no clue who she is that are finding her first record so you guys stop thinking of you have to put out singles. You have to promote a single. You have, no, you've got to get content out into the world. And when people grab onto it and you see it start getting traction, start throwing money behind it to get more people to see it because it's proven that it's worked. But you're not in a single promotion world. You're not a record. You're not a major label. You don't have to play by the same rules. You don't have to spend the same money. So don't think like that. Get your music out as often as you can. Circle back around, recycle your winners. You should be posting your same song the same every day. 
Why? Because a different group of people are going to see it and hear it and share it. What you need to be looking at, though, as you're putting your music out there, are other people sharing it? Mm-hmm. Are other people commenting on it? Because if they're not, they're not, it's not connecting with them. That's how you know if a song's connecting today. It's not by the number of plays it has on Spotify because we don't know if that was active listening or passive listening. And the difference is active means I pushed play on your song because I wanted to hear it. Passive means it may just be playing in the background. If you're getting comments, you're getting shares, people are saying, I'm okay to let my friends know that I like this song. Mm. If they're not sharing it, they're not quite there yet. So don't keep putting out a whole bunch of songs that nobody's talking about. Go back and look at your business and see why they're not eating it and then fix it. Get it right. Awesome. Awesome. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast. Be sure to subscribe and tell a friend. Remember, there is no one-size-fits-all model when it comes to the music industry. So check out my website, rickbarker.com. Take the quiz, and I will send you information specific to you to help make sure that you are on the right track. You've been listening to the Music Industry Blueprint Podcast with Rick Barker. You can follow Rick on Twitter at Rick Barker Music. And remember, you don't drown by falling into the water, you drown by staying there.